This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school-home partnership. Here's Amy Van Hoos. Welcome to episode 12 of After the Bell Rings. I'm Amy Van Hoos. If you're listening today, you might be wondering, is my child ready for kindergarten? Kindergarten is often a child's first experience in an academic setting, and sometimes parents wonder whether their child is ready for both the academics and the social interactions in a kindergarten classroom. I'd like to welcome my guest today, Abby Bradshaw. Hi, Abby. Hi, thank you for having me. Abby is a kindergarten teacher at St. Jacob Elementary. She received her undergraduate degree in early childhood education and her master's in curriculum and instruction, both from SIUE. Abby started in the district in 2008 as a pre-K teacher. She has also taught second grade, multi-age kindergarten and first grade class, and most recently she's taught kindergarten for eight years. So Abby, what are some of the things that we're going to discuss today? All right, so today we are going to discuss four basic categories of kindergarten preparation. We first have independence, then social skills and listening skills, basic academic skills, and gross and fine motor skills. Um, It's important to remember that parents are the child's first teacher. This does not stop just because your child enters school. Parents will continue to play an important role in a child's education for the rest of their lives. Your attitude and the way that you talk about school and your child's teachers will directly affect your child's opinion of those same topics. So make sure that you speak positively about school and your child's teachers and really get them excited for school. That'll help too if they're nervous about starting and being excited and remembering some of the fond experiences. That'll help get your kids excited and maybe calm the nerves a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, It's also important to note that we don't expect that every child coming into kindergarten is going to be able to master the different items that we're going to discuss today. Every child learns at their own pace as they are developmentally ready for each of those skills. So as kindergarten teachers, we take each child as they are and we help them to grow by having an open dialogue with the parents. We answer questions, we address any concerns, we ask parents questions that might help us to help their child and we observe how each child learns best and what they would need to succeed. And we really go from there. Um, The parent-teacher partnership is truly, truly an essential part of allowing your child to have a successful school experience. Abby, what are some skills that teachers want kids to have before starting kindergarten? Um, Independence is one of the first areas of skills that we're going to talk about. One of those first independent skills is Uh, taking a look at self-care skills, things like buttoning their own pants, zipping their own jackets, uh, putting jackets and sweatshirts on and taking them off by themselves, putting shoes and socks on. Um, By the end of the year, typically students are starting to tie their shoes. Things like getting a tissue when they need it and blowing their own noses. Those are all really important skills. Yeah, I have a kindergartner this year. We're still not quite tying shoes. So as Abby said in the beginning, not all of these will be mastered, but there are things that we want to keep practicing. We're practicing those tying skills every day, but some skills just take a little longer. Absolutely. Um, Another one of those self-care and independent skills is just being able to take care of their own belongings, being able to pick up their own toys, put away their own shoes and coats. Um, When kindergarten students are at school, they are expected to take care of a lot of their own things, like folders, backpacks, lunch boxes. 
another thing that you guys do every day is have a little snack and you guys have lunch every day and it's really helpful for kids to be able to open their own uh, whatever they bring to school, whether it's a cheese stick or a Rice Krispie treat. We have one teacher in the classroom and in the beginning of the year, there'll be an aide, but one teacher for 20 to 25 students is a lot. So the more that your child can do on his or her own, the easier it's going to be for them because they're not going to be waiting forever to have something done for them. Absolutely. Um, And one of the other things in the independence category would be bathroom etiquette. Things like washing hands, keeping the water and soap in the sink, and appropriate bathroom behaviors that we want children to, to know and to learn. What are some strategies that parents can use to help kids with these independent skills? All right, so to help at home with independent skills, one of the easiest things you're gonna be able to do is simply establish a routine at home. If your child knows what to expect each morning and each evening, they don't need someone telling them every step and direction along the way. And you guys are going to do that in a classroom too. As soon as your child enters, there's going to be a routine from the minute they get there to the minute they get home. So the more used to a routine they are, the easier they'll flow straight into that kindergarten room. Definitely, and along with that, consistency at home is also a a big key we um, like amy just said we have routines in our kindergarten classrooms we keep our schedule as uh, consistent as possible so once you've taught these skills to help your child be more independent they need to be able to practice those skills daily so if you want them to wash their own hands before they eat they need to do that every time. If you want them to put their own dirty clothes in the hamper, they need to be held accountable for that each day, not just every once in a while. Um, And then one of the other things you can do at home to help with some of the independent skills is simply keeping in with that routine, having fun things that your family enjoys, like bedtime stories. If you don't do that at night, it's a great addition to your nightly routine if you aren't already reading books together. What are some social skills that kids will experience in kindergarten that they can start practicing in the summer? An easy thing that you can practice at home is simply discussing feelings with your child. Um, You can build empathy with your child by talking about how characters in books or in TV shows might be feeling. Point out a character's face and ask them, how do you think they feel? Why do you think they might be feeling that way? And that helps children um, to really think about how others are feeling. You also wanna make sure that your child knows how to communicate their needs to others. So if someone's bothering them um, or something is bothering them, if they need to go to the bathroom, it's really important that they can relay that information. They know how to ask someone for help. Another social skill you can work on is just teaching your child basic conversational skills. Things like how to introduce yourself to someone new. What do you say if someone tells you that uh, they like your shirt? You know, being able to hold a conversation with someone and respond when they're spoken to. Uh, Manners are quite a big deal in kindergarten, being polite with their friends and to others and to adults that they might come across at school. So always encourage good manners. Um, The golden rule is big in kindergarten, which the golden rule is to treat others the way that you want to be treated. So you can always go back to the golden rule. And then a lot of our social emotional skills can go back to talking about empathy and teaching empathy. So if your child is struggling with something like sharing, you can turn it around and have them think about how they might feel if a friend wasn't sharing with them. And the more that you do this, the more that they're naturally going to think this way and think about how others feel. Abby, you talked a lot about what kindergartners will do in 
their first year here with us as far as social skills. What are some things that parents can do over the summer to help practice and prepare for those skills? One of the things that you can do is to take a step back and you can actually watch your child and see how they cope with problems. They're going to come across a lot of problems in kindergarten. So, you know, does your child immediately ask for help or have a tantrum or give up? If so, you can start arming them with different ways that they can solve their problems instead of immediately getting help from an adult. Um, Always praise their creative solutions and encourage them to think more than one way. Praising creative solutions that your child is able to come up with and encouraging them to think of more than one way to solve those same problems um, can really be a big help in this as well. There really is no perfect solution in helping your child to cope with problems, but there are a lot of great ideas, things like deep breathing, just taking a break and getting a drink of water, um, or even just closing your eyes and counting. Another great thing that you can do is just read books with your child. There are tons and tons of great books out there that teach social skills. And again, reading has so many valuable lessons that a child can learn. And as always, we have that link to literature portion on our website. So we'll be including a couple books about social skills for young kids, basically in a story form that you can read before your kids start kindergarten or even during their first year when they encounter problems. So we know that academic skills are also a priority in kindergarten and getting uh, used to these academic skills and going from a home-based environment all of a sudden a school-based environment can get kind of tricky. So what are some skills that parents can start to work on now to help your child prepare for some of the academic rigors of kindergarten? All right, we definitely do uh, quite a bit of academic work in kindergarten along with all of the the wonderful fun things that the kindergarten is all about. So a few different things you can work on at home are simply helping your child to recognize, read, and write their own name. Um, and again, I just I want to mention that we don't expect kindergartners to come in knowing all these things. They're just things that you can work on. Um, it's definitely helpful if students can identify the letters in their own name, but the more alphabet knowledge they have, the better. Recognizing numbers the zero through 10 is always helpful for students to know. Counting is another academic skill. That is an, a really easy one to practice at home. 20, counting from one to 20 is a great place to start. We will get to 100 by the end of the school year, and you can work counting in throughout pretty much any part of your day at home with your child. Um, we like students to have the ability to use a pencil, a marker, scissors, along with that pencil, we like to ask students to try and use a tripod grip. And I think we've included a video on the website too of exactly what a tripod grip is and how to get your kid to hold the pencil or marker or crayon that way. So check that video out. It's pretty helpful. All right. And this next one may not seem like an academic skill, but the ability to follow two to three step directions is really important when it comes to academics. So, you know, taking some time to see if your child is able to listen to two to three step directions and then carry out things that you ask them to do. I like to do it with chores. I need you to put your shoes away, then put your laundry in the laundry basket and come back and get your lunchbox ready. So perfect, <laughs> exactly. Perfect. That's a great way to do it. Make it work for you. <laughs> don't, don't just try it. <laughs> um, there's a couple common questions that you brought to me too that parents ask kindergarten teachers before they start. And we wanna make sure we address those today too. Um, we know that coloring is important for fine motor skills and uh, grip strength for writing. But what if a child doesn't like to color? What else can parents do? 
Yeah, this is one I actually hear a lot. My child doesn't like to color at all. What can I do instead? So one of the one of the ways you can really get them to start using those writing utensils is just to provide a lot of different things that they can draw or write with. So different types of papers, pens, markers. They make these cool twisty crayons and colored pencils now. Um, any kinds of character pencils you can find, maybe characters your child likes. Small chalk and chalkboards. And if all else fails, there are some other activities that use those same writing muscles, but they're not necessarily coloring. Um, the key is just to build up those muscles so that it's easier and less tiresome to color and to write. So a couple suggestions would be using eyedroppers and syringes at home, um, especially in the bathtub. I know my kids love that. Using a hole puncher to make designs on paper, to make confetti. That's always a, a great time for five and six-year-olds. <laughs> using small Legos at home. That's a great idea for building fine motor skills. And then... I know a lot of parents are scared of this one, but scissors, scissors, scissors. This can be scary. Um, of course, we want kids to have supervision while they're cutting, but let them cut away on all kinds of scraps of paper. That's where you can pull in the two to three directions, two to three step directions afterward too. They've made their mess. Okay, now I want you to get the broom, sweep up all the pieces and put them in the trash can. So let them do the work for you after that too. Fantastic. Uh, we have basically have the same question with reading too. What if my child doesn't like to sit and listen to stories? Well, technology is really making this a lot easier for parents. Uh, parents, there are a lot of great websites like Storyline Online or Epic. That's get get Epic. Um, you can listen to books on tape or on YouTube. And if your child's still not interested in those. One of the ways you can really get them interested is by sitting them down and just starting to read a book near them. And a lot of times they'll maybe be playing and they'll kind of hear bits and pieces of the story and they will become engaged eventually, even if they weren't initially interested. Academics are really important for kindergartners. So what can parents do to make sure that their kids know what they need to know? Simplicity is key. One of the very, very best things that you can do is read, read, read. Um, I know I talked about it already, but there are so many skills you can promote while reading. One of the biggest things you can do is just to notice things out loud as often as you can. Taking a look at the cover and noticing um, this, this word starts with the same letter as your name or looking inside the book and finding words that you see a lot. I see T-H-E in this book a ton of times. Do you see it on this page? Do you see it on this page? Um, ask your child about the books that they're reading with you. You can also ask them. You can also pull in math while you're reading. You can look for letters or words and have your child count how many times they find those different letters or words. So other than reading and just talking about the, the things that you're actually seeing in the book, when you're done reading the book, you can ask your child about what they read and ask them to tell you about the characters that were in the story or what happened in the story. And that's a great place to start as well. So would you suggest that parents go and find a bunch of worksheets for their kids to practice or all of those books that have the kindergarten prep where they do one page every day? I don't think you're going to find a lot of kindergarten teachers that are going to suggest um, to, you know, to make elaborate worksheets or print out a bunch of papers and sit your, your child down with a paper and a pencil. Um, it's just simply not the, the most fun 
way to work to learn is it <laughs> we want to keep them excited before <laughs> school starts so yeah sitting them down with worksheets right before not totally necessary you have a lot of other ideas i do yeah i just i made note of a few different games i like to play with my own kids at home or things that i've su- suggested to parents throughout the years so just a couple games you can play they're simple engaged speaking games you don't need anything really to play them one of them is just to simply count Um, You can count anywhere you go. You can count the stairs in your house or how many steps you took when you were walking into swimming lessons or count how long it took your child to put their pajamas on that night. So you can really work counting in throughout any part of your day. You just have to think about it and, and mix it in there. Another game you can play, I know kids love it, is playing I Spy. So instead of just doing it with objects, you can start to do it with letters or beginning letter sounds or rhymes. So saying something like, I spy something that starts with the letter B or saying, I spy something that rhymes with tink. It's the sink. Things like that. The kids get really, really excited for games like that. I know a lot of parents take their kids grocery shopping with them. And one of the things you can do while you're out at the grocery store is going on a number hunt or a letter hunt. Um, maybe ask your child, let's look for the number eight while we're grocery shopping. And then you could even compare, you know, the eight on this sign was a lot smaller than the eight that's over there on the wall. And you can mix in size and numbers all in the same conversation and game. I love all of these ideas. Those are fun and engaging, just ways that kids can authentically learn and practice the skills that they're going to encounter in kindergarten. One other idea that you shared with me that I just find so funny is that you can have the kids guess what they're going to eat for dinner with a rhyme. And Abby's suggestion was saying, um, tonight we're having macaroni and fleas. And the kids would have to guess what they were eating by rhyming. And it would be macaroni and cheese. So there's lots of fun ideas out there. And our kindergarten teachers have some great ones. So if you are looking for something else, go ahead and ask one of them or ask a, a parent who has had a kid in kindergarten. There's lots of interesting ideas. Another place for you to find ideas is on our website, afterthebellrings.org. Abby and I have put some resources on there for you to use, along with a couple videos and all of those books that we spoke about. So Abby, I wanna thank you again for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me, it was a lot of fun. Great, so as a reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Android Podcasts, and our website, afterthebellrings.org. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.